your shot at $1,000 now. Text the word BANK to 200-200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info. Standard data and message rates apply. That's BANK to 200-200. Oh, hello. Hi. Thursday. More Garrett. It's your morning ritual with me. Yes, Garrett Lewis. KNST. AM 792 Tucson's most stimulating talk. Now the week picks up steam, huh? I mean, I feel like it just started. It's already Thursday. I know we have four hours, but it's okay. It's good stuff. There are three things I think you need to know. Number one, the teachers are continuing to strike because the legislature did not vote on the budget. They're still working out details. We'll get into that, whatever, blah, 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 blah. Uh, But just so you know, the Democrats in the state legislature voted against the K-12 through education budget that gives teacher raises and the teachers that were there in the state capitol and they actually were there up top watching this started applauding and cheering the Democrats voting against it. Why? We'll get in it. Be- because it's not enough. We'll get into that. Second thing. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. It's, it's true. It's true. Uh, second thing that I think you need to know uh, is that uh, Rudy Giuliani, President Trump's newest lawyer, literally dropped a bombshell. I mean, does anybody care? Nobody, this thing, nobody cares about this whole Stormy situation. But apparently, this whole hundred thirty grand that Stormy got, the media is fixated. They weren't fixated on Benghazi with Americans dying and crap like that, and Obama giving billions of dollars to Iran, who hates us, right? Uh, but they're obsessed with a, a porn star being told to shut up and stop lying about having an affair with Trump. We don't even know what happened. So uh, Michael Cohen, Trump's attorney, uh, pays her, and uh, Rudy said, listen, uh, Trump was paying Cohen a retainer every month, 35 grand. That's where the money came from. So he repaid his uh, guy. The guy. He didn't tell Trump about it. He was just paying. I, lawyers, we have sound bites. So, yeah, um, apparently he had a retainer to his lawyer, and that covered the porn star payment, and Trump even tweeted that this morning. So we'll get into that uh, if you want. But, again, they, people just don't get it. They just don't get it. So anyway, third thing I think you need to know, and this is really incredible stuff. Oh, the Trump-Kanye effect. The president, the president is now being supported bigly compared to a week ago in the black community. This is incredible stuff. Reuters put out a poll, right? They conducted it April 29th, released it uh, yesterday. And apparently, this is this is really incredible. Trump's approval rating among black men doubled from 11% to 22% in one week. 11% to 22%. Overall, black people, it went from 8.9% approval to 16.5% approval in just one week. Maybe, uh, maybe this whole Kanye thing where he's like, look, you're getting jobs now. Everything's good. Be a free thinker. It's okay. Uh-oh. All we do is win, win, win. Yep, three things I think you need to know. This is this is really incredible stuff. Really incredible stuff. I mean, the president is now, I mean, he took back the Democratic white middle class, lower to middle class, blue collar worker uh, group because the Democrats left them behind. He is going to take over Hispanics. Maybe he's gaining in Hispanics. I have a, another poll showing Hispanics over 6 and 10 uh, approve what the president wants to do and to cut legal immigration. Hispanics, over 60% want to cut legal immigration. Oh, yeah. 
You want to know why? Because they want to make sure that their, their wages don't get watered down. And on top of that, they know it's the right thing to do. We have that. Now, all of a sudden, the president's going to punch a hole into the support for the Democrats from the black community? But the blue wave, but I mean, maybe, listen, it may happen. Who the hell knows? But the blue wave, you just don't understand, Garrett. The blue wave, well, you know, the media would, you know, again, if any other person was gaining in polls like this and in popularity, the media would be all over it. They just ignore this stuff and they stick with the stormy stuff because they want you to think that that's the most important thing. That's what it comes down to. All right, but uh, besides that, um, there was a, a nice timeline in the Arizona Republic about all the voting that happened. And again, the, uh, the teachers were supposed to be back at work today, and they decided to not because the state bu- the, the lawmakers didn't vote on the budget. It's apparently all there. They're trying to get into details to make sure the money goes directly to the teachers and not anywhere else where the schools can do that and, and play, you know, mess with stuff. Uh, funny how the teachers are mad at that. And by the way, I was driving yesterday all over. I got to put these pictures up. I'll make a, I'll make a little gallery. I'll put it up at KNST.com. Um, there, there were teachers on the sides of the road, Oracle and Wetmore. I took pictures and they had signs. You know what the sign said? It wasn't even about give us money, you know, give her the billion dollars back, fund the schools. You know what it was? Bernie 2020? No. <laughs> um, voting is sexy. That was one of them. Voting. But this is not political, so you shush, 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 shush. Remember in November, Red for Ed. That was one. Another one, make public education priority number one when you vote. So all of a sudden it went to make sure you fund our schools to let's vote out the Republicans, which is what this was all about to begin with. All about I We called this from the beginning. With the nut job Carvelis. Right? The guy that leads the Red for Ed movement. Um, that's what it's about. Because then you sit back and I saw this story. Why is this not being reported more? It was like, you know, kudos to the Arizona Republic for at least uh, putting this stuff in there. But they were jeering, they were, they were cheering, they were you know, hooting and hollering and yelling and everything. As lawmakers were trying to vote late last night, and they were going back and forth on things, the Republicans are the one that voted for the raise. They're the ones that did it. They voted for the raise. Oh, by the way, uh, this is just coming out just a few minutes ago. The Senate passes the budget, ending a nine and a half hour session. Hmm. Says right here, before I get to other details, Senator, State Senator Jema Sita, Pasha Lakai, or something like that, a Democrat uh, from, uh, hang on a second, I think picture, is it picture rocks? Mike, sorry, the, my computer just literally all of a sudden crashed uh, that particular website. Um, anyway, we'll get to that vote. I guess vote, this Democrat voted against the budget, even though it was supposed to give the raises, right? The raises to the teachers. And this is uh, being reported in the Arizona Republic. 
Hang on, sorry. This just this. I think I need a new computer after six years. We'll see if we have that in the iHeartMedia budget. I doubt it, though. So, okay, the Arizona Senate has passed the budget with red for red uh, as of uh, less than an hour ago. Less than an hour ago. So, uh, Jay Masita Pashalake, Democrat from Window Rock. That's a Window Rock. Explain why she voted no on the education budget bill. Reminded teachers in the gallery that when the session began, the governor's budget had the teachers getting a 1% stipend. So she said, quote, in reality, our no votes and our stances brought over most of the people that are going to be voting yes for this bill. Most kicking and screaming. So she voted no to make sure other people would vote yes. I don't know what Tucson State Senator Steve Farley did. He's, uh, again, running for governor. He loves the Red Fred movement. He said he's never seen in 12 years as a lawmaker the gallery have any people in it in the wee hours of the budget debate. And it was full when he spoke at 445 this morning. He praised what he calculated as $405 million in new funding for education in the bill brought by the Teachers Action. Quote, I'm so in all of you. Now, please vote for me. Please vote for me. So anyway, let's go back down. Um, there were, I mean, it looks like it got kind of nasty, to be honest with you. The House passed the K-12 through education budget on a 33-26 vote at about 3.45 this morning. The Senate just passed at 3.45 this morning. This happened. Real quick, there were five hours debate on the topic. When Democratic lawmakers voted against the K-12 through funding bill, Red for Ed supporters in the gallery showed jazz hands in lieu of applause, because I guess they couldn't applaud. I guess you couldn't, you couldn't do that up there. They showed jazz hands, which was a sign they approved of the no votes. So you had, yes, the Red for Ed supporters excited that the K-12 through funding bill that would give the 20% raises they wanted was voted down by Democrats. Why would Red for Ed voters be excited that Democrats voted against a 20% raise for teachers? Because this has always been political. Always. Democrats said the bill shortchanged teachers, didn't do enough to help schools. GOP lawmakers and Ducey agreed on raises for future years. Democrats said only this year's budget is set, nothing's guaranteed in the future. So Republican State Rep. Anthony Kern of Glendale pushed back against them, saying teachers wouldn't have a raise if the Republicans voted like the Democrats did on the bill. Kern said he heard, he's heard Democrats talk for days about how they support teachers, but they're voting against a raise for them. And he said, I want Arizona voters to know and remember who defended the teacher in November, which good luck with that. So the gallery of red-clad educators laughed and jeered. Kern apparently said, laugh all you want. That board tells it all referring to the board of voters that showed Republicans voting in favor of the K-12 funding plan. Hmm. Yeah. What? What's the matter? Oh, is that uh, Dr. Randy Freeze, the crazy guy here? The state rep from Tucson proposed repealing ineffective results-based school funding. And using its $37.6 million for K-12 support personnel raises. If we have the will, we can solve the problem. GOP votes, reps voted down. So he wanted to get rid of... Results-based raises. Yes. So people actually proven they can do the job and be effective at their job, which mm-hmm. is teaching kids. And he said, just give it to them. Give them the raises. Yep. If you vote for this guy... He's nuts, You man. got problems. Man. He's a surgeon and he's nuts. He's nuts. Let him take out your liver. Yeah. It's results-based, right? Yeah. Exactly. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh my. Insane. 
Insane. Uh, anyway, we'll have more on this coming up. There you go. That's the latest there. So the uh, and and listen, nobody's a saint here. And again, I'm not even a big fan of what's going on. This budget passed this way because it's not going to actually solve the problem. And Republicans and Democrats are both to blame on this. And the teachers, and the teachers, they're all to blame on this. You got to get the bad kids out of school. I don't care if there's some punk kid that doesn't want to learn and is just disruptive all the time. Kick him out of school. Well, you don't understand. No, I do understand. Sorry. Bye bye. That's life. Let the good kids and good teachers teach and the good kids learn. Uh, we'll continue. There's more. 880-KNST if you'd like to comment. 880-5678. Morning Ritual. Garrett Lewis, KNST, AM790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Chen. All right, what's going on? How you doing? It's uh, 630 and it's probably the last. It's gonna be the last day that it's gonna be cool. I'm gonna I'm gonna guess that because I probably know as much as the meteorologists that guess the weather. Uh, last day it's gonna be cool until probably November. 79 and sunny today. 50 outside right now. Tomorrow 90, then 97 Saturday. Triple digits Sunday, Monday, and around 99 or 100 every day next week. So uh, we've reached it. We've reached the point. Um, once again, uh, the Arizona State Senate has passed the budget. Uh, just uh, within the past hour, but the House, now the House is still debating it. So nothing is a done deal yet. And again, the teachers are still on strike, so it is what it is. This is a very fluid situation. Keep it here on KNST AM 790 for this stuff. Uh, well, no, the, 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 no, Ducey hasn't signed it. Uh, the, I thought the House passed it early, early, early this morning, and now it's being reported the House is still debating. Who the hell knows what the hell is going on? Um. So there you go. I don't know. If you're a teacher, are you are you just upset about this? Because if you're a good teacher, you realize what will work and what will not work. I don't want to rehash all of yesterday's show. But this is just uh this is just insane, man. This is insane. Um the House passed the education bill. Now they're debating the overall budget bill. That's what happened there. So there you go. And I gotta get these pictures up of these these teachers. Because it, it's just, it's insane what the heck's going on. Ah, whatever. Uh, as a matter of fact, when we get back, um, these teachers unions. And again, I had a great interview, I thought. You, if you missed it, you could hear it. It's on my iHeart channel. Search Garrett Lewis, iHeartRadio.com. Or the iHeartRadio app, search Garrett Lewis. Or go to my page, KNST.com. Or I put it on my Facebook page, Facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. I had an interview with the Arizona, Arizona Federation of Teachers President, uh, Ralph Quintana. And he admitted, he said, listen, the Red Fred thing, it was bad messaging, horrible messaging. And he admitted, he's like, yeah, nothing's going to change unless we actually uh, you know, bring discipline back to schools and give teachers the chance to actually teach and kids the, the ability to listen, uh, to learn, I should say. That's, uh, that's up there. It's a big deal. It's a big deal. Um, so anyway, there was a teacher's union president that got caught on video saying he lies to protect teachers and more. You got to hear this to believe it. We'll get to that in about uh, five minutes. Don't go anywhere. So, and we do still do 7.10 this morning. That teacher is going to talk about discipline issues. Yep. I still we have, have that guy. So we have that. So we'll, we'll get to the teacher thing and a couple of Rudy sound bites. And we also have to get to Starbucks. We really have to get to Starbucks. Those two guys from Starbucks in Philly that were arrested, they settled with Starbucks. And guess what? Now Starbucks is paying their tuition to go to Arizona State University. God. Online, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. But still, they're paying for it. We'll get to all that. Don't go anywhere on KNST. Here's Fox. 
eggs, bacon, pancakes, coffee. It sounds like a great breakfast, but it's missing something. Stimulation. The Morning Ritual with Garrett Lewis is on KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Word. 640, thanks for hanging out on this Thursday. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, the Arizona Senate has passed the budget. They've passed the budget. The House is still debating the budget. Teachers are still on strike because it wasn't passed yesterday. So most schools are closed still, and they don't even know they're going to reopen at the end of the week, which is tomorrow, or when the strike ends. Who knows? Got to check your school district. There you go. But again, Democrats, um, when the House at 345 in the morning passed the K-12 through education budget, which gives the teachers the raises, the Democrats voted against it, the Republicans voted for it, and the teachers up in the gallery cheered with jazz hands. I guess they can't just cheer that the Democrats voted against teachers getting a raise. Just so you know. Second thing, I think you need to know, Rudy Giuliani, this morning on Fox and Friends, last night on Hannity, said, hey, look, the president kept Michael Cohen on retainer at thirty-five grand a month. That was the money that was used to pay uh, Stormy Daniels to shut up because she was having these... He, and he basically she called her a liar. These false allegations that she had an affair and all this other stuff. They didn't want it to come out during the election, this false stuff. So uh, Michael Cohen didn't tell Trump, just uh, took care of it on his own. It's not campaign finance related. Bada boom, bada bing. We'll get to that coming up. Third thing I think you need to know, black support for Trump has doubled in a week. Black men doubled in a week. Reuters, thanks to Kanye, I guess. Black men went from 11% approval to 22% approval of Trump. Holy smokes. And overall, by the way, overall, um, the uh, the black community has gone, I think it was like, I think it's up to 16.5% approval. 8.9 to, I believe, 16.5. So there you go. Incredible stuff. Three things I think you need to know. Um, let's play this. James O'Keefe is at it again. Undercover about teachers unions. This is a New Jersey teachers union president. Apparently there was some child abuse going on. And this guy, Dr. David Perry, who is in charge of a New Jersey uh, teachers union, didn't realize who he was talking to, I guess. Didn't realize at all. And um, admitted, you think this is the only teachers union that does this, by the way? Admitted. They cover up for bad teachers, teachers that do bad things. Listen to this. Here we go. But the fact that the fact that he did say something like that, like if you say something, whatever he said, is a threat. And now the kid's going to turn around and say, "Well, he threatened me." This way, I can say, "No, no, no, no." On March twenty, on March twenty second, the day after the incident, Mr. Smith came over to me and told me this is what happened, and we just wanted to put it on record so that nothing would come more would come up. Oh, so it just covers you. It covers him, too. Dr. Perry is saying he would lie to protect the union and the teacher. Yeah. Because he came in and reported it right away and that he was afraid, you know, anything could happen. But here's what happened. Everything else is unless some other kid or another teacher heard it. So he twists it to get it back on the kid. And I mean, that's uh, that's some crazy stuff, isn't it? Now, again, you don't want to lump every single teacher's union there, but that's what they are in charge of. Teacher's unions care about, they don't care about education. It's jobs. They're a union. So that's why you sit back and, and I had a good conversation with Ralph Quintana. He seemed pretty honest. He seemed pretty open. 
Take it with a grain of salt. But look at the uh, the Joe Thomas guy who's in charge of another teacher's union who's been up there, you know, getting the crowd all whipped up into a frenzy. And then you got the Noah Carvelis guy getting the Red Fred movement going. You just sit back and say, huh, what is going on here? Um, again, Project Veritas. James O'Keefe did this undercover investigation. Uh, Hamilton Township Education Association president, Dr. David Perry. He's the one who said, yes, the teachers union would take uh, the steps they would take to protect a teacher who physically abused and threatened middle school students from losing their job. Why? Because the more people employed, the more dues the union collects. That's why they're not interested in getting rid of bad teachers. That's why it's hard to take anything that the, the teachers union takes seriously. When Ralph said he actually, you know, yesterday on the show, don't be naive, Gary. I'm not naive. He said he actually uh, sometimes recommended to teachers they not be teachers anymore. That, you know, you're basically chasing away your business. But at least he's being honest because it's supposed to be about the kids. Anyway, I thought that was very interesting considering everything that's going on around the country and here in Arizona when it comes to teachers unions. Um, there you go. Uh, now let's get to uh, Rudy Giuliani. 646 now on KNST AM 790. Rudy Giuliani uh, was on... Um, was on file. Let's play 128. He said he fired Trump, fired Comey over Russia, that he wouldn't say that. Did we not know that? Why is the media acting, you know, excited? I thought that the whole reason that Trump fired Comey is because he wouldn't say to the public that Trump is not the, the target of the investigation. Did we know that? And Trump wanted the American people to know your president is not being investigated for this. Comey wouldn't say that. So he said, you're gone. So anyway, um, Hannity had Rudy on last night on Fox and he asked about the dossier. He said, shouldn't we, wouldn't be more, should we be uh, more worried about a dossier that we know that uh, was paid for by the Democrats and Hillary Clinton um, should, in the, instead of a, a payment to Stormy Daniels? Shouldn't we know something like that? Shouldn't we be more worried about something like that? And then Rudy took it from there. Listen, are you concerned that that was paid for to manipulate the American people in the lead up to an election? Isn't that closer to the mandate? Than Michael Cohen? Why isn't that having the, something? Where's to, Mueller on that, sir? Having 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 something to do with paying some Stormy Daniels woman one hundred thirty thousand? I mean, which is going to turn out to be perfectly legal. That money was not campaign money. Oh. Sorry, I'm giving you a fact now that you don't know. It's not campaign money. No campaign finance violation. So, so they, they funneled it through the law firm. Funneled through the law firm, and the president repaid it. Oh, I didn't know he did. Yeah. There's no campaign finance. He repaid it. Zero. So the president. Just like every, Sean. So this decision was made by. Everybody, everybody was nervous about this from the very beginning. I wasn't. I knew how much money Donald Trump put into that campaign. I said, 130,000. It's going to do a couple of checks for 130,000. When I heard uh, Cohen's uh, retainer of 35,000, when he was doing no work for the president, Mm. I said, but that's how he's repaying. That's how, we, how's he, how he's repaying it, with a little profit and a little margin for paying taxes for Michael. The Look, president, but do you know the president didn't know about this? Uh, I believe that's I, what He didn't Michael know about said. the specifics of it, mm. as far as I know. But he did know about the general arrangement that Michael would take care of things like this. Like, I take care of things like this for my clients. I don't burden them with every single thing that comes along. Uh, these are busy people. These are busy people. 
So apparently he said this morning on Fox Friends 2 that Trump didn't know about these payments until 10 days ago because he just said 35 grand. This is what happens. The lawyer says, I'll take care of it. Right? That's it. Um, and then Rudy said some uh, interesting things um, this morning on Fox and Friends about the payment and, and things like that. I want uh, hang on one second. I'm going to throw me up. Over, I have it up over here. I want you to hear what uh, what he had to say. He was alleging, although there's the contrary letter that she right, signed that it never happened, that there was something yep. a, a one time affair. Uh, and, and I think when Cohen heard one hundred and thirty thousand, he said, my God, this is cheap. They come cheap. Let me let me get the thing signed up and signed off. So, in other words, to make it go away rather than fight this allegation. Well, you said, don't you think a lot of these people would pay that when they can? I mean, I represented, I can't disclose, I represented clients who paid substantially more than that. Does this happen a lot, like he said in that tweet, when you're wealthy? Not, you, you, yeah. okay. Well, first of all, if you're wealthy, you're a target. If you're wealthy, you're a target. I mean, we had a case, very famous person. Uh, this woman was a professional. You could do a movie about it. She was a professional that would hit on rich guys, older ones, and then shake them down for a couple million bucks. Right. So and you're so, saying you're saying that Stephanie Clifford uh, made these allegations, uh, told Donald Trump's lawyer, you know, look, I'm, and I'm denied them, public. and denied them, and then said it wasn't true. However, imagine yep. if that came out on October fifteenth, twenty sixteen, sure. in the middle way. of the you know last debate with Hillary right. Clinton. So to hang on, I pause it right there. I remember she signed a letter. To the media. Remember we talked about that. And she said, and she said, I never actually had an affair with Donald Trump. That's why this whole story, which by the way, most people, it goes over their heads because they're like, I just don't care. I just don't care. But listen. Make it go away. They they made this. Cohen payment. didn't even ask. Uh, Cohen, didn't, Cohen made it go away. He did his job. Right. So I, I got to bring him. Uh, Michael. There you go. He did his job. He made it go away. He made it go away. 130,000 bucks. And again, what, what the media doesn't understand is that, and I almost feel like don't even, not even talking about this, I don't think anybody cares. Because people say, even if this is true, why should we care more about this than we did about Benghazi? The media is more, more bulldogged about this than they are about Benghazi and the lies that Susan Rice told and that Obama told her to say and Fast and Furious with Brian Terry being murdered. I mean, you, you People get frustrated. That's why Trump got elected. This is the exact reason why Trump was elected, because we're sick of this bullcrap. And it's why people hate the media, because we're like, we're just sick of you reporting on this stuff that doesn't matter and ignoring the things that do matter. Uranium One, all that stuff that Hillary did. So we're just, we're over it. We're over it. Over it. Um, by the way, uh, just a few minutes ago, We'll get to this. Doug Ducey tweeted out a video of him signing the budget. Signed, teacher races are on the way. Doesn't the districts determine the amount of pay per teacher? I think they're supposed to. And I think what we'll get into that. We'll okay. get into that. Okay. Um, but, but yeah, real quick, they they are, and I think that they were they were trying to make sure that the money that was going to be given could only be used for raises. That school districts couldn't turn around and use it for something else. Um, but and, and they're going to it's almost like socialism teachers that make more money aren't going to get as big of a raise versus the teachers that are on the bottom of the pay pay scale. They're going to get 20 percent. The other teachers are not going to get 20 percent. Hey, you know what? You teach socialism. You should like it. Right. Six fifty two. We'll continue. We'll have more on this coming up. And then Amazon, Amazon uh, destroying the city of Seattle.
Oh, boy. Seattle is uh, about to, they want to have a giant, uh, they want to have a head tax. <laughs> yeah, I'll get into that. I'll get into that. Every employee you have, tax, 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 tax. How about that for business? Uh, Amazon fired back. We'll continue. It's KNST. Your shot at $1,000 now. Text the word WIN to 200-200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info. Standard data and message rates apply. That's WIN to 200-200. All right, it's 7.07. What are you doing on this Thursday, May 3rd, besides listening to me? Uh, Probably just listening to me, I hope. It is your morning ritual with me, Garrett Lewis, KNST, AM 792 Sons. Most stimulating talk. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, the uh, the governor has signed the education bill to fund teachers to give them a uh, a raise. That's what's happening right now. The Senate has passed the overall budget. The House is still debating it, but the Senate and the House um, they did pass the education funding. And the governor has signed that, so they will get their raise. You will get your raise, so I'm expecting smarter kids. By the way, the governor called it bipartisan. What is wrong with him in the House? Democrats did not vote. They they did not vote for the um, the K through 12 education p- uh, budget. It was a 33-26 vote. Republicans led the way. And when the Democrats voted against it, teachers up in the gallery at 3.45 in the morning cheered with jazz hands. We'll get to that. So they were cheering the fact that Democrats did not vote for this. Okay. Second thing that I think you need to know, uh, Rudy Giuliani said there's no campaign finance problem. Trump was paying his lawyer, Michael Cohen, 35 grand a month, paying him a retainer. Michael Cohen took care of problems. This Stormy Daniels. Signing a, a document saying she never had an affair with Trump, but then said she did and she was going to go public. And they, Cohen, as Trump's attorney, figured on his own, let's just give her 130 grand to walk away. It's a heck of a deal. That's what they, women do this, he said. There's a business of it. Rudy said he's had clients where they had to pay more for women to just go away because you can't, you can't win the, the, the public opinion battle. So there's no campaign finance issue going on with these stormy stuff, as if anybody but the media cares. Just letting you know. Third thing I think you need to know, and I thought this was interesting. Uh, so Kanye comes out loving Trump for now. Well, black male support over the past week has doubled, according to Reuters. Poll taken April 22nd. Trump's approval rating among black men was at 11%, despite the fact that black unemployment is at a historic low. Kanye comes out and says, hey, pretty good. Love, I love the guy. We're, we're, we got dragon energy. Week later, it doubles to 22% approval from black men. Overall, black uh, people... Went from 8.9% approval to a week later, 16.5% approval. So he basically doubled on all all points. How crazy is that? Three things I think you need to know. I got a question for you. What's your question? Are they thinking for themselves or are they just following Kanye West? Who knows? I don't know. Let's pull that. It was all about, you know, being a free thinker, right? Making mm-hmm. your own decisions and not caring about other people's opinions. Yep. Maybe they're doing it because Kanye said it's okay and they're not afraid to give Step their out. opinion. Who knows? Who knows? Just wondering. I, 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 don't, I can't answer that. I can't appropriate culture in that aspect. So we have that. All right. Uh, we're supposed to hear from this teacher. He said he was going to be on the show today to talk about some uh, problems of discipline that he has seen in his classroom. And he has witnessed. 
and he is not uh, he's not answering Ryan's calls, and that's okay because we 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 get him on this great. Otherwise, we have other things to talk about. Again, including this. Does this? If you're just tuning in, this I think is a big deal. Uh, this is just tucked away in an Arizona Republic story, right? Um, this is interesting. Arizona Republic says all House Democrats voted against the K through 12 budget bill. This was the budget bill that was going to give and did give all the teachers the raises. And as you heard in the news, not every teacher is going to get a 20% raise. If they're making a certain amount of money, they will get a lower percentage. The ones on the bottom bottom of the salary uh, ladder, they will get the 20% raise. Are you happy then that all Democrats, you think it's not fair? Where is this money coming from? Again, I'm against all this stuff on all different angles. Um, J.D. Mesnard, the House Speaker, Republican and Chandler, apparently gave a speech before voting in favor of the K-12 budget. He took it back to a year ago when House Democrats proposed a 4% teacher raise, teacher pay raise, and called it a decent amount. Now they're getting a 20% raise, and every Democrat in the House, in the State House, voted against it. You don't think this is about politics? Every Democrat votes against it. And again, what did the teachers do? They applauded the Democrats for voting against themselves getting a raise. Why? Well, don't ask, again, why are you asking? I can't, I'm not in the mind of, of black people that all of a sudden like Trump because of Kanye West or not because of Kanye West. I don't know. I'm not I'm in the mind of teachers. Going, why, why, you guys wanted this. We gave it to you. Now you're, you're not happy with it? Of course it? not. They're never going to be happy. It's never enough. They don't give them anything. I think. Whoa, whoa, whoa. As far as like the, you know, what they haven't already signed up for. <laughs> exactly. There you go. There you go. So uh, teachers, they were getting lippy. Again, not one Democrat voted for this. Are you surprised? 880-KNST, 880-5678. This is frustrating. I know. Uh, Republican State Rep Anthony Kern of Glendale pushed back against the Democrats. It says here, said teachers wouldn't have a salary raise if the Republicans voted like the Democrats did on the bill. They should have. I know. Again, when Democratic lawmakers, when every one of them voted against this, it says your supporters in the, in the gallery showed jazz hands, baby. Jazz hands. Because they, they couldn't applaud. I guess they, you, can't, you, you can't make any noise. Who knows? Whatever the rules are. Um, but that was a sign they approved of the no votes. So all the teachers, yay, yay. Fun times, huh? So again... If you're a teacher, and we've had a lot of teachers very upset with me, I'd love for you to explain why it's great the Democrats voted against you getting a raise, even though that's what you originally wanted was a raise. Is it because, again, it wasn't enough? We didn't get everything we wanted? Um, Now that you did, and where are the teachers, by the way? Where are these teachers? They called it, they yelled at me, Ryan made promos about it. 880-KNST, 880-5678. Are you a teacher? Are you happy with this? Are you not happy with this? Now that you're going to get a raise... Will you get me better results? Will you get back to work? How's well, about that? Too. Yeah, they're still on strike. But will you get me better results? Will these young people that you teach now become more educated? Will they become smarter? Will you do a better job? I'd love to know these things. I am paying your salary. That's how it is. And that's all. Will you jerk? How can you say that? Let me tell you something. 
My boss has asked me that. They pay my salary. Are you going to do a better job? What are you going to do to increase the ratings, the revenue, the this, the that? It's a normal question. So what do teachers think about the fact that Democrats voted against, everyone voted against the education budget that gave you a raise? And then the fact that the, the teachers were lippy as hell. Lippy and hell, lippy as hell. And this Anthony Kern apparently said to the Democrats up in the gallery, the, I'm sorry, the, the red for ed people up in the gallery, the teachers. Um, he said, I want the Arizona voters to know and remember who defended the teacher in November. And apparently the gallery of red clad educators laughed and jeered, laughed and jeered. And he said, laugh all you want. That board showing the voters and who voted which way, that board tells it all. It says here, after this guy, after Representative Kern's speech, a Democratic representative, Reginald Bolding of Phoenix, said he caught a second wind. He said, Ducey and Republican lawmakers on the campaign trail will say they created the teacher raise and are supporters of education, but their claims are hollow. He said, you can't set the house on fire. Call 911 and claim to be a hero. You got to love that, right? Mm-hmm. All the House Democrats voted against the bill, as did Republican Representative Kelly Towsend of Mesa. Republican Representative Tony Rivero of Peoria was absent. Absent. 880-KNST, 880-5678. Apparently there was music. I mean, it says right here, 325 in the morning, the mood and music on, on the Capitol Courtyard. People were hanging out in the Capitol Courtyard in Phoenix, middle of the night. Music, they, they, uh, they were chanting. I mean, it's like a giant party. It's going to suck when they have to go back to work. <laughs> I'm used to that stuff. So that's the latest. And again, the governor, um, the governor signed it. There'll be no results, and we'll argue after that. Hang on. Let's go to Steve. Steve, welcome to KNST. Hello, Steve. Um. Once the teachers accept their 20%, and once they were told their demands were met, they changed their demands. I was against this. But now I'm furious. I live where I live. In Vail. In Vail. So my kids can go to Vail School District. Mm -hmm. I pay a lot more in property taxes for them to go to Vail School District. Didn't you guys, hang on, hang on a second. Didn't you guys pass an override last year also, 2.5% to give teachers raises? I don't remember if it passed or not. It did pass. I never voted for it because I have just this steadfast thing. I'll never vote for tax increase no matter what. Oh, yeah, it, it did, it did pass. Yeah. But they do make more money. But now PUSD is going to get rewarded for paying teachers less? And my tax dollars are going to be going towards that? Why isn't every district district getting the same amount of money per teacher in that district? Because now TUSD teachers will be making just as much as Vail School District teachers, and I'm paying extra on property taxes to ensure that I'm in a better district? I, I, I can't answer that. I mean, they want to make it fair. This is like socialism. It's not based on merit. It's not based exactly. on how well you do your job. It's based on, are you a teacher? How many years you've been doing it? Here you go. I grew up in TUSD. That's specifically why I live in Vail. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, look look what's going on in Vail, right? Look what's going on there. You have, uh, apparently teachers don't make enough, though. Remember the idea, what was going on in Vail? They were going to build tiny houses for teachers? <laughs> um, I don't want to comment on that one. I think I called in on that one. Oh, did you? That one. Did you? 
Well, listen, uh, apparently in Vail, they get paid a decent amount, but it should be competition. School districts should compete with each other for the best teachers. And if they Absolutely. allocate their if they allocate their funds more to the classroom versus administration, then that's what they should do to get better teachers, right? I'm looking at this as QSD is getting rewarded for being a bad district and and not um, spending their money appropriately. And yet, though, they're going to have TUSD homeowners are going to have to pay more in taxes to the tune of about seventeen million to cover the raises because of uh, desegregation. They have to pay into that. And apparently they're the, they're the school district that will be the hardest. So homeowners in uh, in TUSD will have to pay hundreds, maybe thousands of, do- of dollars more in taxes just to cover this. Personally, I think teachers should raise till they're waited till their contracts expired yep. and renegotiated then. So. I hear you. Well, thank you, man. I appreciate the phone call, Steve. I hear the frustration. Take care, man. Bye-bye. Um. I believe yes, I read that uh, that uh, Vale got a two and a half percent override. Was it last year or the year before? And it got their teachers raises. That's why I was like, the Vale teachers are on strike too. They, I mean, yeah. Eight eight zero KNST eight eight zero five six seven eight. When Aaron wants to talk about what I was just talking about, hello, Aaron. Welcome to KNST. <laughs> Good morning, Garrett. I, I actually didn't hear you talking about it, so uh, I was waiting on on hold there. But, yeah, how is it that uh, the Maricopa County school districts are getting waiver even though they're combined in this lawsuit uh, for the DSEG? Is it that our legislators down here in southern Arizona just don't have to wear vetoes? I, I, I don't want I, I, to get, uh, you know, gonged with uh, saying the, the, the bouncing uh, balls word. But, uh, yeah. Well, apparently State Senator Steve Smith, who represents Maricopa, put in some kind of uh, – I guess some kind of a waiver or an override to where the state will cover their costs, but I guess there's no Tucson lawmaker, whether it's Steve Farley, Randy Freeze, anybody like that, uh, that actually thought of doing the same or could or couldn't. I don't know. But, yeah, Tucson uh, lawmakers, not, not, too, uh, not too bright. Well, you know, I, I thought there's no taxation without representation. We have absolutely no representation down here. Um, no, they are representing you. They just are not good at their job. Well, they suck. Well, there you go. I mean, it's they're being you're being you know, represented. It's just not in a very good way. Let's tax Tucson so we can make Phoenix even bigger, give them better roads, give them better teachers, while we slap Tucson around. Move, is this, move. Is this ASU up there? Move. Uh, making the laws. Vote with your feet. Move. <laughs> yeah, I'm not moving to the concrete jungle. No, no, no. Listen, you can go to Sawarita. You can go to. Uh, you can go to. Come out uh, to Foothills. You you can you can go to uh, Oro Valley. You can go to other places where you don't have to pay Tucson taxes. True, very very true. You but know, it, 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 it's it's not just the Tucson taxes. It, it should be you know uh, our Pima County. Uh, it's going to be property taxes, from what I understand. Yeah, but it's but, two, but it's the Tucson homeowners are the ones that are going to get dinged. Is what I am from what I understand. I understand. I don't. I don't know if it's going to be all Pima County. I believe it's going to be. Uh, I've heard. I've seen Pima County, but then I thought it was just Tucson homeowners going to Tucson Unified School District. Well, the one thing I have to say is I do have to appreciate that Democrats not voting for the bill because that opens it up to a lawsuit where we can actually say, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa. it's not a supermajority with the taxes." Tucson is in. We, we can actually sue the state. To get that uh, tax reversed. I mean, can uh, here we go? Is but it it's you're going to pay more, but it's not a it's not a tax rate increase. It, it's a waiver for Maricopa, though. 
Something's uh, weird. I mean, so listen, <laughs> I, I'm, it, it's, it's all just tricky. It's all maneuvering, and it's all confusing as hell. Yeah. You know, it's all confusing. But the bottom, you know, I read where it was just Tucson homeowners. And then, yeah, I saw a story also. Granted, listen, the guy that said it is the Pima County Superintendent of Schools, Dustin Williams, who, if you heard him on this show, you know, he's like the Spicoli of uh, administrators. <laughs> and, yeah. and, you know, do I, is he right on everything that he says? I, it's, it's frustrating, isn't it? It's frustrating. That's why my kids don't go to public school good. And and yet you're paying taxes for it. Well, let's just move us all to uh, school vouchers and, uh, I'm with you, dude. The parents uh, decide where they want to educate their children. I'm with you a thousand percent on that, dude. Thousand percent. One more thing. Okay. the, The teachers aren't paid to babysit. They're there to educate. Just, just something that they need to realize that they're actually getting a paycheck to teach not watch my ch- children. Yeah, well, I, I listen. I think teachers have the, the the power to kick out the bad ones, they're just the disruptors, and they don't have the power for that. And that's a big thing that was left out of here. So, um, anyway, we'll see. Aaron, appreciate it, man. Thank you, dude. I hear your see frustration. See you, man. We'll continue. Seven twenty three. It's KNST. Shun. Seven thirty. Thanks for hanging out. Gary Lewis with you. Going to be uh, 79 and sunny today. Tomorrow, 90. Triple digits by Sunday and next week. Really quick, I want to see that run. Yeah. So, this is what's weird. So, you got Spicoli, uh, Dustin Williams. That's his name. The Pima County Superintendent who's ever gotten... He hasn't gotten back to me since he said he would get... When he told me that he's waiting to hear back if there's permission to have the NRA do any kind of... Um, uh, Training? Well, or security or assessment. Assessment, right? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, apparently still waiting on that, which is never going to happen. So, the Spicoli of Education... Dustin Williams, which he really is. I mean, he sounded just like free. Did he not sound like Spicoli? Oh, that's over the line? You let me hang on this way? Come on. You admit it, Ryan. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> I hate when you're right. I was wondering if you ordered a pizza in the middle of our interview. <laughs> hey. <laughs> so oh, anyway. So the, some words, so the Spicoli of, uh, of education tells the local paper that uh, since... I guess the desegregation tax in this new budget, it's going to cost, he says, $16.4 million. And he says it's an attack on Pima County. Attack on, which makes you think Pima County, everybody in Pima County is going to pay this. But no. Go up a little bit. There you go. Daniel Scarpinato, Ducey spokesman, acknowledged it would raise the amount of property taxes TUSD residents pay. The overall tax rate won't change. Only who pays for those taxes will. Again, it sucks. It's only going to, it doesn't change the rate. It just increases how much they're going to have to pay to cover the cost. TUSD residents will have to pay this. Not Pima County. I mean, they're in Pima County, but I'm in Pima County. I'm not a TUSD resident. Are you? The desegregation. Uh, the provision would shift more than $16 million in taxes from the state to the county by reclassifying desegregation property taxes from a primary levy to a secondary levy. How about that, huh? So anyway, that's what's going to happen. Not good. Uh, he said again, uh, Maricopa. Other, it's a, we're not the only jurisdiction affected. Maricopa, but they got a spe- they're affected, but they got a special line item in the budget to cover the cost. I believe Marana also got a, a six hundred thousand dollar. There's what they're supposed to pay six hundred grand, and they got a, a special provision as well. So uh, for some reason, only uh, the Tucson TUSD residents didn't get it. Don't ask me why, Billy Joel. I, I don't have the answer, but we'll get to your ice. We will get to your reactions coming up. We're just we're a little bit late. Stay where you are. Eight eight zero KNST. 
880-5678. So Spigoli put, is it fake news that he put out? It's an attack on Pima County. It's really just an attack on TUSD residents. I'm not saying it's right or good, but let's let's make sure it's the correct information out there. Right now, we'll, we'll continue your reaction to this. Uh, and it, it, this is political. This is political. And we'll talk about the pictures. I'm putting up a gallery of pictures I took of uh, Red for Red people, Oracle and Wetmore, telling people to vote. But it's not political. It's for the kids, I swear. We'll get to that coming up. Here's Fox. Q, five-star-termite.com. Listen, it's Thursday. Um, you get sick of me saying I'm tired. I'm going to get a teacher in here to teach you something. Ah! <laughs> there you go. Three things I think you need to know at 740 now. Leave me alone. Live radio makes it fun. Uh, three things I think you need to know. Number one, um, teachers are still on strike. Uh, Doug Ducey did sign the education budget to give teachers a raise at about, uh, well, at some point in the 6, in the 6 a.m. hour today. Uh, that's when it happened. Uh, so the overall budget is still being debated. The Senate passed it. The House is debating it. We'll see if he gets the overall budget signed, but the education portion to give him raises were signed. And by the way, not one Democrat in the House voted to give teachers a raise. They all voted against it, and the teachers, the Red Fred people in the gallery, all supported giving jazz hands because they can't make any noise. It's the rules. They were all excited about that. Then they jeered the Republican that said, not one Democrat voted to give you a raise. So these people are a bunch of clowns. Clowns! Second thing I think you need to know uh, is Rudy Giuliani said, listen, Trump didn't pay off Stormy Daniels. Uh, it wasn't campaign finance. He personally paid it off. He gave his attorney, Michael Cohen, a retainer. And Cohen used that money to pay off Stormy Daniels. She had, He said she was just shaking him down. That's what some women do. They treat this as a business. I've had clients. Uh, she she never, she never signed an affidavit saying she never even had an affair. So they said 130 grand to make her go away before the election. Fine. It's worth it. It's worth it. And by the way, notice the media is talking about that. And I just retweeted uh, a Scott Adams tweet. He's the Dilbert creator. Uh, have you heard the good news about North Korea? They're going to release three Americans. Now, nah, let's talk about Stormy Daniels. That's much more important. I mean, what a... But the media, that's why nobody likes them. Anyway, so that's what's, what's going on there. Third thing I think you need to know, um, since this whole Kanye situation happened, Reuters did a poll. April 22nd, black male support at, for Trump was at 11%. One week later, double to 22%. Overall black people, 8.9% April 22nd. A week later after Kanye, 16.5% approval rating. <laughs> Can you imagine? But everybody hates Trump. That's what it is. Everybody is. They just all hate him and stuff like that. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. The Democrats are in big trouble. Three things I think you need to know. So again, I think a huge story is the fact that not one Democrat in the House in Arizona voted to give teachers a raise. And they read for Ed people, loved every second of it as they were up in the gallery at the Capitol watching it. That's a big deal because we were told this is not political, right? This is not political. I just put a, a couple of pictures on my page at knst.com. I'll stick them on my Facebook page as well. Red for Ed supporters getting political. I was stopped at a red light at Oracle and Wetmore yesterday on my way to see a new client. And you could zoom in close if you'd like. It's up to you. Um, there were signs there. One girl, one, I'm assuming she's a teacher. Who knows? They had kids there, of course. Uh, one girl had a sign that said, voting is sexy, but it's not political. No, shush, 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 shush. Another one said, remember in November. 
Hashtag red for Ed. But it's not political. It's not like they're trying to get our Republicans for this. It's about the children and stuff. It's not even about raises. And then another one had a sign. This is just on one damn corner. Just one corner. Make funding education priority number one when you vote. It's not political, though. You shush. Shh. Yep, there you have it. 880-KNST, 880-5678. Let's go to Carl. Carl, welcome to KNST. Hello. Good morning, Garrett. How are you, sir? All right, what's happening? I got three things you need to know. Oh, boy. <laughs> no, I don't. Hey, uh, your last caller made a comment about teachers are not babysitters or teachers, and that's the war cry of nearly every teacher I know. And the problem being is that a lot of parents are so disengaged from the parenting process that we, I literally, we're raising some of these kids. We're teaching them how to behave properly, speak properly, all that stuff. So I want to say that, yeah, we are not babysitters. Um, also, are you a teacher? I am. Okay. Yeah. We spoke yesterday. I don't know if you remember. Uh, but um, also, uh, I was speaking with a colleague who's been in education for a ridiculously long period of time. And he explained that he's seen this in the past, at least twice before, and that, yeah, the state will say, oh, sure, here's your raise. They give with one hand, but then they take away with the other. They'll, they'll just remove uh, teaching assistance from the classroom. Um, they'll give less money to the school, which means the teachers wind up paying out of pocket for their classroom supplies. So that, I believe is the concern of the people in the gallery um, uh, yesterday at the Capitol, why they were cheering. That they, they might know more about it than I do. I haven't been at this very well, long. Let me ask you this again, because uh, I think it was uh, the speaker, Mesnard, said a year ago Democrats wanted to give teachers a 4% raise and said it was really good. Uh-huh. Now they, they, they voted down a 20% raise. Yeah, but what, what, what do we, you know, the question is where is that money coming from, number one, and are they taking away, are we going to lose something somewhere else? And of course. Are we going to lose more? Of course you are. Of course, of course it is. Of course yeah. it is. I mean, do you, do you want a tax increase? Well, nobody does, but, but that's how things work here in this country. So Now, look, I think there's plenty of money. I think that there, I think administrations need to be much more open. I, maybe we talked about this where teachers need to be able to look at the books and find out what the hell they're paying money for. And you right? know what? I agree with that yeah. 100%. Because the now, money's there, have, man. It's, it's just being, it's being squandered. It's being wasted. It's not uh-huh. managed correctly. So I don't I want got, a tax increase. I, I'm sorry. I don't mean to interrupt. No, that's but, right. uh, the, uh, your screen, I, this came up while I was uh, waiting. Uh, it popped into my head. Uh, especially T- TUSD. Um, I don't know if any of your callers have ever mentioned this, but... Um, <clears throat> USD should be uh, dismantled. It's too cumbersome. And in the process, I mean, it needs to be divided in the, in the quarters or fifths or something like that. And with that, the defeg goes away because you can't sue somebody or something that doesn't exist anymore. With the, with the absence of the defeg, then we can go back to implementing stricter discipline in the classroom. So that's just and I've, I've, you know, I've spoken. I've so, 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 getting, hang on, get, getting rid of getting rid of the desegregation would let you guys be able to kick out the bad kids that distract everybody in the classroom. I believe there's an element in the deseg 
that ties the hands of um, not only not only the teachers in the classroom, but the administration uh, that's in charge of every every school. Okay, because I mean, we had the guy that's on yesterday to look, from look into. Okay, we had, the, we had the guy yesterday on there, the union guy. Who said that there's you know Republican-led bills where they're trying to make sure the teachers have the power to get rid of the disruptors because it's true. Is how how can you teach a class when for 20 minutes you have to deal with some kid that just won't shut up is unruly right. disruptive? I mean you can't do your damn job, and that's why a lot of teachers leave too. And that's why what really stinks is that that has never been addressed. So you can throw all the money in the world at you guys, and it's still uh, not going to make education better. Right, and I, I want to I, I got to tell you, I am not alone. I this is killing me. I want to be in the classroom. This is this is really really irritating me, and there's uh, there's uh, I've got a lot of colleagues that feel the same way. Well, you guys need to speak out more because you know apparently you're getting overrun, or you guys are afraid to talk, and you guys are getting bullied and intimidated. Well, talk too. I mean, there's there's look, Garrett. Flood my phone lines. <laughs> I'm Flood one my of phone lines. Not many that listen yeah. to programs like yours. I know. Yeah, there's the other side. I know. Well, you get out, get out, get your people, and get out on a street corner, wear different color shirts. Gonna have to different color shirts. Yeah, wear, right. wear different color shirts. Say we want to get back to work. We disagree right. with this. Oh, well, maybe that. we'll wind up in purple out there. I don't know. Well, there you go. Do something like that, man. Hey, yeah. good good luck. That's what you guys need to do. You know, yeah. it's like they, they get mob rule on the other side, and that's just what happens. Yeah, I appreciate it, Carl. Thank you, man. Best of luck. Uh, let's go to Julie. Julie, welcome to KNST. Hi. Hi. Hey, thanks so much. You're I'll welcome. tell you what. This um, what's happened in Phoenix. It's going to make TUSD set a. Uh, the residents here get involved. They haven't been involved. Uh, Grijalva and his daughter and his gang have controlled the school forever. Mm -hmm. I, gee, I wonder where that money's been going. So with this, maybe the TUSD uh, residents will sit up, take notice, and go in and try to help the school board change it. This is, I mean, I think this is fabulous. This desegregation is silly. It was too Two, um, two families that sued and got it back. Well, and nobody knows where the money went. It's, and and uh, uh, the school board's trying to change it, but still Grijalva rules the roost. I love it because maybe Tucson will come around, start voting their pocketbooks instead of voting, instead of not voting or letting the thugs take over. So I'm all for You know, this. I hear you, but you're you're one of the sane ones. And unfortunately there aren't many left of you in, in the great in, in the city of Tucson itself. Because that's Thank why you me. have that's why you have the mayor and the council and the tax increases all winning and winning and winning. Well yeah, but it's gonna hit the pocketbooks of T U S D. Hey, they mm. like bad roads. They feel good with bad roads and um mm. Well, I mean, that's their mentality. Maybe they you're onto it. Stay, yeah. Yeah. They want to stay mediocre to poor. They really enjoy that. They don't want gentry. They don't want. They want to be comfortable the way they are. Yeah. And TUSD, hey, they just keep the kids comfortable too. They'll never. Well, I have to say, they're good teachers there, but they're making it so these these kids never will succeed. They'll just stay here yep. and be part of the poor. Yep. So anyway, I like what happened. And I hope this helps TUSD get their act in order. I hope this helps the board help them get their act in board in, in, on board. So I, anyway, I so. interesting take. I appreciate so it. I really enjoy your show. Well, thank, thank you. you. Thank you very much. Interesting take. I appreciate your opinion. We'll we'll talk about more of it. And by the way, go to knst.com. See the pictures. Just a couple of pictures I put up that I took of the uh, the red for red people getting all political, even though we're told it's not political. A very interesting take, though, by Julie. We'll talk more about that coming up.
Your shot at $1,000 now. Text the word money to 200-200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info. Standard data and message rates apply. That's money to 200-200. Oh, this is beautiful. This is beautiful. You gotta love this. Hi. It's me, Garrett Lewis, KNST AM790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. I swear these poor teachers. Oh, wait till you hear this one. Wait until you hear this one. <laughs> Three things I think you need to know. Number one, um, the Senate passed the overall budget. The House is debating it. Uh, but before that... Doug Ducey has signed the education part of it, so the teachers will get their raises. And just so you know, not one Democrat in the House in Arizona up there in the Capitol, not one Democrat voted to pass the education bill that gives teachers raises. Republicans passed, I think it was 3328 or 3326, whatever the hell it was. So that's what's going on there. Um, and uh, and when a Republican announced on the floor of the, ho- floor of the House, hey, Now, one Democrat voted for this. Red for Red supporters in the gallery jeered them, laughed, gave jazz hands when they were told no Democrats voted to give them a raise. Yep, that's what happened. So there you go. Uh, Second thing that I think you need to know. And again, the teachers are still on strike. Uh, Second thing that I think you need to know. uh, Rudy Giuliani, uh, Trump's lawyer, one of Trump's lawyers. He said that uh, Trump didn't know the full details until about 10 days ago about these Stormy Daniels payments. And he said that she just made accusations. She admitted and signed a document saying she never slept with Trump, never had an affair with him. But she said she was trying to shake him down. He said, this is what some women do. It's a business. They shake him down. So Trump's attorney was getting paid a retainer fee. Even Trump tweeted this this morning. Uh, and uh, Trump gave him a retainer. And the attorney used that retainer fee, the monthly retainer, to pay off Stormy. No campaign finance, nothing like that. And the media continues to focus on this, by the way, and ignoring North Korea and ignoring uh, great unemployment rates, especially for blacks and Hispanics. Um, It's just, it's amazing what they focus on, isn't it? You know, again, only if they were this this interest in the media in uh, the Iran deal that Obama did and giving billions of dollars to this terrorist state that hates us. Eh, what's the big deal about that? Third thing I think you need to know, since Kanye came out and said his uh, love for uh, for Trump with their dragon energy, Reuters did a poll. April 22nd, black men had Trump at 11% approval. A week later, after Kanye, it jumped to 22% approval. Overall, black people went from 8.9% to 16.5% approval in just one week. Is it is it because of Kanye? Did Kanye open up some eyes? Oh, boy. Democrats are in big trouble if this goes in this direction. They are in big trouble. I mean, I could totally see how black people would relate better to Nancy Pelosi. It makes a lot of sense, right? Three things I think you need to know. Now, I have my page um, at knst.com, and I'll stick it on my Facebook page. Um, I have it, uh, pictures of Oracle and Wetmore, that intersection, teachers, red for red people, where it's not supposed to be political at all, right? Not supposed to be that way. And they're up there telling people, to vote. Voting is sexy. Uh, education funding come November. Remember this in November. Everything. All about voting. All about voting. And we were told it wasn't political. It was all about the kids. Right? And then they want raises. And then it was about other people. 
Well, then, apparently, I've been tipped off to this. Uh, I, I went downtown last week. I had to meet with a new client. And I was downtown. And I, after I met with the client, I walked around a little bit just to see the Red for Red people and stuff like that. And they're just out there. And they're on the street corners. And they're, they're in one, one area near Bienta de Agosto Park. They're playing ping pong and stuff like that. And they had their signs and their red shirts and everything. So they're hanging around downtown in different areas in Tucson. I mean, these teachers, right? They need raises and stuff like that, right? I mean, I wish I could do this. Um, apparently, uh, there's a brewery downtown. Borderlands Brewing Company. And again, a free shout out right there. All they serve there is uh, beer and alcohol. They're a brewing company, right? On And this is how dumb these people are. Not Borderlands. I'm talking about the teachers. Borderlands takes pictures of teachers in their red shirts, red for red, all around the bar, drinking in the middle of the day. Now, how does that make you feel as a parent? You're trying to figure out what the hell to do with your kids. You pay taxes. Teachers sign contracts. They're supposed to provide education to your children, right? That's what they're supposed to do. They're in breach of contract. They walked out. You're scrambling to try to figure out what the hell to do with your kid. And these dopey, stupid teachers that are claiming they have no money and they can't live are drinking in the middle of the day at Borderlands Brewing Company in downtown Tucson. I'd like to drink in the middle of the day. Can we just shut down? What if we just decided to not talk right now? We're done. We're done. We're done. I'm going. You leave. We leave the mics on and we walk out and we say, that's it. We're not happy. I signed a contract. I think I need more in the middle of my contract like these teachers and Ryan and I just decide to go to some brewery and just start tying one on middle of the day. I believe we'd be fired. Can we just try it for science sake? Please? No, I have bills to pay. I have mouths to feed. But there's stuff to be drank. I know, I know. But you have these teachers. And, and one of them, one of these dopey chicks... He's sitting there with the thumb. Oh, yeah, thumbs up. My life is so bad. She's wearing her Arizona Educators United T-shirt. Thumbs up with a beer right in front of her. Don't you feel bad for these people? They're not working. They want more. They can't guarantee you with this raise and extra money that the kids are going to become better educated. But they still want more and deserve. And listen, I I think teachers deserve to be paid more money. Don't get me wrong. This was the entire uh, wrong way to, to to me in my war in my estimation to to do it. I thought it was just a bad bad thing that they did and just walking out three weeks before when they had contracts three weeks before the school year ends. They had contracts and they walk out. So, um, Borderlands Brewing Company took pictures of the teachers. They don't even realize what they did, and they uh, they throw up it on their on their Instagram page. So there's proof that teachers are out there boozing it up in the middle of the day. And it's not like where, you know, you can make an, you know, you can, you could even look the other way and say, I get it. If they're out there all day, they get hungry. Maybe it's lunch, but they don't serve food at Borderlands Brewing Company. They just serve beer. And these teachers are out there with smiles on their faces. They don't look like they're suffering. These are all young people. Look like they're all, I mean, I can't see any of these people above 30, 32 years old, in, at least in this picture. 
all in their Red for Red, Arizona Educators United t-shirt, hashtag Red for Red. They're smiling. They're happy. Yeah, what the hell? We're just, because they're, they're getting paid. This was Tuesday. Tuesday. And listen, I don't blame any business downtown. You're in business to make money, right? That's You want everybody. So if all of a sudden you know there's going to be a crowd of people that are supporting a cause, you're damn right you stick something out there in the window that says, oh, you're behind that cause because you want them to come in and spend money at your business. So what do you think about that? 880-KNST, 880-5678. Again, is a pan. my wife and I were able to get out of this as of now. Because my son, my oldest son, doesn't start kindergarten until August. I I don't know what we would do if all of a sudden, you know, what would we? My my son would probably come to work with me. He'd probably be sitting in the studio. That's what he would probably do. He'd have to get up really early, or at least my wife would have to drop him off because she'd have to go to work, and I'm at work, and then that that's what would happen. So these teachers that say it's all about the students are out there boozing it up at Borderlands Brewery on Tuesday. I'm sure they did it, by the You think this is the only day they did it? I mean, they're young. They're like, screw it. Let's go have a beer. You'd think that at some point somebody would say, yeah, maybe I shouldn't do something. Maybe we shouldn't go. We want to get a beer for lunch. Let's go where there's food at least so nobody suspects anything. And he could say, I'm having lunch and I'm going to have a beer too. But to just go say, hey, guys, let's just go drink some beers. Let's just go drink some beers. I and by the way, I'm waiting for the teachers to call up and say, "Well, that's not every teacher. That's no that that's just some they shouldn't have done that." Yeah, well, this listen, parents, this is now. I knew you're at work, probably. You could hit me up on Twitter at Garrett Lewis. I will. Um, I'm gonna have to do some selective editing. I gotta put these up on my page at knst.com. And I'll put them on Facebook, and I'll put them on Twitter, and you can comment on it. I'll do this during the break. Man, oh man, oh man. Um, How do you take these people seriously? Again, if they're so poor and they can't afford to live like this, why are they spending five, six bucks a beer on top of that? Well, maybe. Maybe. Why do you need a raise? I can't go do this. So this is what they're doing. Borderlands, again, it's downtown. They're all over. I saw them at Oracle and Wetmore. I saw them yesterday over at uh, uh, some people in the street corners. It was, um, I want to say, Ruth Roth and, um, I don't know, maybe it was Wetmore and LaChoya as well. I saw them all over the place. So they're also downtown Tucson. They go all the way on the east side as well. I mean, these teachers, they have nothing else to do. And if I was a teacher, I'd be pissed off as hell. These other teachers are out there boozing it up middle of the day. It's stupid enough, by the way, to take pictures so it goes on social media. So, it's so it shows that they're they're not just out there trying to tell you that they need more money. And they're sacrificing. They're getting drunk. They're they're down in beers in the middle of the day, day drinking. That's what vacation is for. Day drinking. Or Tuesday. When I got in a ra- <laughs> <laughs> when I got in a radio, I thought I could day drink if I did a morning show too. Show's over. Get out of here. Make a lot of money. Play golf. Day drink. Man, was I wrong. No, seriously, I was wrong. I wish I can keep doing that, but I, I can't do that kind of stuff. So, yeah. Have you tried? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, but 
That was before family and job and everything else. Leave me alone. All right, so we'll, we'll continue. 821-880-KNST, 880-5678. Um, <laughs> this is just, this is too much. This is too much. We'll continue. Don't you go anywhere. Morning ritual, Garrett Lewis, KNST, AIM 792 Zone's most stimulating talk. Yeah, it's Garrett Lewis. Listen, these teachers did start the fire. They did. But not the wildfire. Anyway. The cheat sky fire? Well, no, 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 no. <laughs> the day drinking fire. Oh. 79 and sunny. That's what it's going to be today. I think it's out that. now. What's that? I thought I did that when I got here at 98. Oh, God. Show's over. Uh, I love this. So, again, you listen to this show, and, you know, we're obviously a source of information, entertainment, and we are so mature and we're so all kinds of stuff, right? That uh, uh, the big things we've learned today are that uh, when. When the Red for Ed supporters in the gallery of the House up in the state capitol learned Democrats, not one Democrat voted for them to get a raise, they did jazz hands. Adults doing jazz hands, which Digital Mike texted us listening on the iHeartRadio app in Chicago said, I think the story of the day is that adults were doing jazz hands. Well, Garrett, what does that sound like? Let's try that right quick. Ready? Ready. Ready. There you go. Hmm. So they did jazz hands, and then we find out that on Tuesday, and I'm sure it wasn't just Tuesday, a whole bunch of uh, teachers on strike decided to take a break from striking and do some day drinking at Borderlands Brewing Company in downtown Tucson. And they smiled for it. How smart can you be as a teacher to not realize that this isn't going to look good? We probably shouldn't do this. But you just don't care. I wish they were just doing it. We're, We're drinking in the day for the kids. I got, I got, I got a, I got an, e- an email. Hashtag red for gin and tonic. <laughs> red for beer. Hashtag red for beer. Green for beer. They, I mean, again, it's, it's beyond just dumb. So I'll put those up. I'm in the middle of uh, getting them up on, on my page at KNST.com. So you can enjoy that for yourself. Go have a good time. This is just so, are you over this, by the way? Are you over it? You've had enough. You mean, You're I, me? No, I know you have. <laughs> I know, but I think parents have just, I don't think, I think they've had enough of trying to deal with what's going on with their kids and stuff like that and people acting like children to try to get more money with, again, no, no way to figure out if it's actually going to work better or not. So uh, that there's really nothing, nothing more going on. The budget includes raises for teachers and about $100 million more for schools. Doesn't meet all the demands, but you don't get everything that you want. That's just the way it is. So they say raises for teachers, but there's no specific amount dedicated per Again, teacher, the, right? No, no, no. The teachers that make the lowest amount will get the biggest raises. Teachers that make the most will get the smallest raises. Where do you think the money's coming from? So there's that. Right, we got to get to some other stuff, too. Um, I think we need to get huh. to the Starbucks stuff, and we'll get to we'll get to your reaction. I just leave me just give me a second. The fact <laughs> leave that the, me alone. Leave me no, well. <laughs> leave me alone. Just for a minute. We'll get to your reaction. Again, if you have anything funny or good to say, or maybe you've seen some teachers, and Ryan's getting phone calls. My wife saw teachers getting their nails done. Yeah. They're not working. They're going to do some stuff. I'm just, the, you can't win the public opinion when you get caught in a brewery boozing it up in the middle of the day when you're striking. It just doesn't work that way. And don't give me that, well, it's only some of them. It's not all of them. It's just, right. This was just one random day. So we'll get your reaction. I'll put the, the pictures up. we got to talk about Starbucks as well because it involves a university here. Um, this is just, you'll, have you ever heard the 911 call? 
that the Starbucks employee made about the two guys that wouldn't buy anything or leave. They were just sitting there taking up space. Because remember, they're racist, right? And this chick got fired or something like that. She said, what, what a shame, right? Wait till you hear what she said on the 911 call. And now these guys are getting free stuff from Starbucks. Uh, and there's, there's, and now, by the way, and so we added to the story also, Starbucks trying to do the right thing. By trying to do the right thing, they, they got a cop get beat up and get put in the hospital. We'll get to that as well. First, here's Fox. More thrills than navigating through a minefield of potholes on a Tucson street. Or at least you'll be just as pissed as hitting every pothole on a Tucson street. The Morning Ritual with Garrett Lewis is on KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. No wonder teachers aren't calling in right now. They're boozing it up somewhere. (laughs) What are they, in radio? And we're jealous. (laughs) Oh, well, it was in the old days. Three things I think you need to know. Number one. Uh, the education budget passed. Not one Democrat in the House voted for it. Republicans passed it on their own. Ducey signed it. They're getting the raise. So not one Democrat voted to give teachers a raise. And the Red Fred people in the gallery cheered that Democrats voted against them getting a raise. Just so you know, they're still working on the actual budget right now. The Senate passed it. The House is debating it. And we'll see what happens if it's today. The teachers are still on strike because the official budget has not passed yet. Second thing that I think you need to know. And there's a lot of stuff out there. Uh, but just so you know, apparently Rudy Giuliani, one of Trump's lawyers now, went on Hannity last night, Fox and Friends this morning, and said there's no campaign finance issue when it comes to who paid Stormy with uh, uh, Trump's old attorney, Michael Cohen. Cohen was being paid a retainer every month by Trump. He didn't tell Trump about this stuff. He didn't learn about it, according to Rudy, until about 10 days ago. And he said that uh, Tr- uh, Cohen used the retainer fees to pay off Stormy. And Stormy, it's not even true. She was just shaking Trump down. Yep. And yet the media, again, continues to talk about this and not talk about what's going on with North Korea, not talk about things happening in the economy. Uh, Nothing like that. It's crazy, isn't it? No, that's what they do. Uh, Third thing that I think you need to know is that uh, Trump's support in the black community is on the rise is it thanks to Kanye? I mean, it seems pretty obvious that thanks to Kanye. Uh, Reuters did a poll. On April 22nd, Trump's approval rating among black men was at 11%. A week later, after the Kanye thing, April 29th, doubled to 22%. Trump experienced a similar jump approval in uh, black, black people overall, spiking from 8.9% to 16.5% in just a week. Just a week. Three things that I think you need to know. Now, again, we'll continue to get reaction. I'll put the, the pictures up of the teachers boozing it up in the middle of the day on a Tuesday. On a Tuesday. At a brewery in downtown Tucson. I'll put those up. Just give me some time. I'm in the middle of um, middle of doing a radio show, if you didn't know that. So we'll get to that. I'll stick it on my Twitter at Garrett Lewis there. Facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Like and follow it there. Uh, it'd be awesome. Now, let's go to, um, Ryan, we have some old sound bites, real old sound bites, but we got to get to it. It's what we do. Um, do we have the old, old, old Starbucks 911 call? Yes. This, okay, let, let's, let's get this. This, I believe, is number 118. Yes, 118. This was finally released. You just need to hear this because there's an update to what happened to the two guys that were arrested in Philadelphia, the two black guys that wouldn't leave the Starbucks when they were asked to leave. You want to, okay, remember, the, the girl, the manager, she's gone. She's dumped. 
I'm assuming Starbucks fired her in about a hot second. Because she called the police. These guys are sitting there. They won't buy anything. They won't do anything. They won't use the bathroom. You can't just sit there. However, Starbucks does have rules, though, where they let people sit there. I, who knows? But then every, every, you can't let people just, you know, every homeless person would go in and use bathrooms all over the place, and it's just not right. Even people in downtown Tucson didn't like that when you had the homeless people living in Adviante de Augusta Park. So get over yourself. So here's what the 911 call sounded like. Listen to the racism. Here we go. Hi, I have two gentlemen in my cafe that are refusing to make a purchase or leave. Um, I'm at the Starbucks at 18th and Spruce. All right, please, I'll be on as soon as possible. Thank you. Bye. Hey, man, the disturbance of the Starbucks group of males inside calls the disturbance. We got 9 by 3, 9 by 23, and 2 4 location. They're requesting another unit along with a supervisor. Me and 23 and 24 in the headquarters. And uh, 9 13, going to be transporting. I went for I got two males. Uh, last three are going to be 107. Mm hmm. There you go. Man, it was terrible, wasn't it? So that happens. You know what the latest is with these two guys? They're getting a free college education, courtesy of Starbucks. Let Starbucks pay everything. Right? Story uh, in the Arizona Republic. Dante Robinson and Rashawn Nelson. It says here, who are black? Arrested on trespassing charges April, April 12th, the Starbucks downtown Philly. They didn't I love this after they didn't offer food and drinks. And we played the sound bites of these guys where they said, we know the rules, but it's just not right. We played those sound bites on the show when they were on Good Morning America. We know we didn't follow their rules, but it doesn't matter. We don't like the rules. Why should we follow the rules? We don't like the rules. And since we uh, got caught not following the rules, it's just wrong because we're black. It's pretty much what they said. Remember that? Do we still have these guys? Which ones? I'm sorry. We, it, was a, it was a while ago we played those sound bites when they were on Good Morning America. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe there's that one little soundbite that we had about the following the rules and stuff like that. Um, these guys? Uh, yeah, the rules. That's the one. Play play that one. This is what they said to Robin Roberts. Here we go, real quick. What, what do you say to some people who say rules are rules, that Starbucks has a policy, you viol- violated that policy, the police asked you repeatedly to leave, and you didn't. How do you respond to people who say that? What I say is I understand that. Rules are rules, but... Was right is right and was wrong is wrong. And that's in any situation. Whether it's race involved in anything. And, and Robin, I'm sorry. There the you wh- go. Well, I mean, you know, but it's right. I, I didn't agree with the rules. It's the rule, though. So anyway, now they're getting free ASU uh, education at the courtesy of Starbucks. Now, Starbucks pays for AP, their employees to take ASU classes online. They, they cover tuition costs as long as the workers work at least 20 hours a week at Starbucks. Okay. That's what they do. These guys don't work for Starbucks. Doesn't matter. The two men have been offered the opportunity to complete their undergrad degrees through Starbucks College Achievement Plan. Starbucks put out a statement. They also reached an agreement with the city of Philadelphia, these two men. They'll each get a symbolic $1 from the city. Like uh, trading places when the brothers bet the $1. $1. (laughs) The city also agreed to love this in Philly. They agreed to spend $200,000 to start a program for young entrepreneurs. Government. Yeah, I don't even know what the hell that means. Because they didn't follow the rules and stuff. And the police did what they were supposed to do. The agreement with Starbucks also gives the men the chance to talk about their experience with former U.S. Attorney General Eric Holder as part of the company's long-term diversity and equity efforts. Yes. You know, 
I like to be rewarded for, for breaking the rules. Listen, what do we discover this hour? Teachers break contracts, go on strike, they day drink at Borderlands in downtown Tucson. And they get paid. And and they get they pictures on social media, on Instagram, they're smiling. Yeah. They probably use sick days, they probably got paid to go day drink. Nice. What can I break around here to... Oh, stop it. We can't... Well, <clears throat> wait till the break. Anyway, so uh, you have that. Now you have these guys. They don't follow rules. They get a free college education. And Starbucks folds like a cheap suit. That's what happens there. Now, there's a story that I've been holding on to because I haven't had a chance to talk about it because of this, this teacher strike. This is insane. New York Post had this story. A New York Police Department sergeant was beaten down at a Starbucks because of their nice ways. This sergeant told a midtown Starbucks, please stop giving free food to homeless people. Well, that's just mean. No, get this. Apparently, Starbucks offering free food to homeless people, but the homeless people would become unruly, and the police would get dozens of disturbance calls at that same Starbucks. So even though they called the, the police say, this guy's out of control, they go, did you give him free food? Yeah, stop doing that. Doesn't matter. Starbucks is nice. It's near the Port Authority bus terminal. They ignored the warning again. The same cop that said, stop doing it, wound up getting assaulted by a homeless person. The homeless person was angry over the quality of his free croissant. Only only in New York City. Well, that could happen here, too. I mean, this is incredible. Sergeant Timothy Wall told the New York Post, I warned that someone would end up getting hurt. It was an unsafe environment. It turned out to be me. And despite 80, 80, 80 disturbances involving vagrants at the Starbucks in 2017 alone, this guy's now suing. Starbucks says the cop has no one to blame but himself. Don't you love that? So they give in to these guys that literally break the rules, don't buy anything. And then Starbucks goes after the freaking cop. Yeah, you know what? The cop shouldn't have done this stuff. Cop warned the Starbucks. Starbucks says, Starbucks lawyers say the cop brought on his injuries through his own, quote, culpable conduct and assumption of risk. Uh-huh. Now, this cop, he's a community affairs officer. His job is to advise businesses on crime reduction. He said he and his colleagues repeatedly told the managers at the Starbucks at 8th Avenue and West 39th Street, Stop giving away free food. Stop giving it away. They said it was attracting emotionally disturbed individuals who urinated on cafe seats, got high in a second-floor seating area, and assaulted customers. Cops were called to the Starbucks for 80 disturbances, 80 times in 2017 alone. Got a homeless guy complaining about the quality of his croissant. Like the Seinfeld episode when Kramer gave uh, the Tupperware with the food in to the homeless guy and the guy wouldn't give the Tupperware back. <laughs> There's more to this story. You got to hear more about this. It's coming up. Don't go anywhere. 850 KNSTAM 792 sounds most stimulating talk. Your shot at $1,000 now. Text the word BILLS to 200-200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info. Standard data and message rates apply. That's BILLS to 200-200. Yes. What's going on? How you doing? 908, it is your morning ritual. With me, Garrett Lewis. KNST AM 792 Sons, most stimulating talk. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, the strike continues. Maybe you'll end by tomorrow. Budget is still being debated in the state of Arizona. The Senate passed it. The House is debating it. But the education part's a done deal. The raises are in. Ducey signed it. 
And it turns out that House Democrats, not one of them here in Arizona, voted for the raises. They voted against the K-12 education portion of the bill. Only Republicans voted for it. Let me tell you, when that fact came out, the Red Fred teachers in the gallery cheered silently with jazz hands. They were all excited that Democrats voted against giving them raises. But it's all about funding and raises, but it really isn't. I have uh, pictures on my page at KNST.com. And they're of uh, teachers, really quick, on Oracle and Wetmore from yesterday, holding up signs encouraging people to vote a certain way. To vote, remember, remember, remember Red for Red in November. Remember, school funding, number one. Remember, oh yeah, it's all there. Voting is sexy, that was one of the signs. But listen, it's not, um, it's not political. It's what we've been told, right? It's not political. Bunch of liars. Uh, second thing that I think you need to know is that Rudy Giuliani says, listen, there was no campaign finance situation. Uh, Stormy Daniels was not paid off using campaign money. Michael Cohen was paid a retainer. He was Trump's attorney, paid a retainer by Trump. That's what he used to pay off Stormy Daniels. And by the way, she signed affidavits. She signed stuff saying she never had an affair. And Rudy said, we played this out about earlier. He said, there are women that shake rich old guys down. They flirt with them and say that, oh, we slept together. Pay me off to shut me up. He goes, and it happens. He said, I've had other, I've had other clients that have gone through that. Uh, but that's what the media is concentrating on as opposed to great things happening with the economy and North Korea, and we can go on and on. Third thing I think you need to know is that uh, the black support for Trump is on a roll now, thanks to Kanye, it's obvious. April 22nd, black men had 11% approval for Trump. A week later, after Kanye, 22% now. This is from a Reuters poll. Overall black unemployment. I'm sorry, black black approval. 8.9% approval on April 22nd. Kanye says... He loves Trump, jumps to 16.5% approval a week later. How about that? Three things I think you need to know. Now, we'll get back to the school stuff in just a second. And, and I'm, putting, I'm waiting for it to load up. It should load up any second now. Uh, the pictures that I, that I have obtained of teachers, Tucson teachers, on strike on Tuesday, day drinking at Borderlands Brewery in downtown Tucson. It's straight up from the uh, the Borderlands Brewery Instagram page. They're smiling. They're so poor. They're drinking in the day. The nice craft beer, right? Again, how does that make you feel as a parent? We'll get to that in just a second again. I'm waiting for that to load up. I don't know why it's taking so long. We have slow servers here. Slow servers. Let me just finish up real quick about this story about uh, the police officer. Again, a police officer in New York City beaten up by a crazy homeless guy after the police officer told this Starbucks in Midtown, stop giving free food to homeless guys. This homeless guy went crazy. He said, listen, bad croissant, went crazy for the croissant. Starbucks for 80 times in 2017 called called the police and you got to help us. And the guy said, stop giving homeless people stuff. They're peeing on seats. They're getting high on the second level. Stop doing that. And then Starbucks lawyers... I mean, remember, again, they, they caved like, like, a, like Doug Ducey. So those two guys that happened to be black who weren't buying anything, they were just sitting there, they wouldn't listen, wanted to use the bathroom facilities, they wouldn't move, wouldn't buy anything, so they called the police and said, these guys are just they're loitering, basically. They're... Chick loses her job, that's the manager, they give these guys free education now to ASU Online, closing down everything at the end of May to go through uh, you know, re-education training at Starbucks. Yet Starbucks, they have no sympathy for the police. Starbucks lawyers say this police officer brought on his injuries through his own culpable conduct and assumption of risk. 
Because this police officer is now suing Starbucks for this. And Starbucks says, cops at fault. He did this to himself. The cop said, you're attracting emotionally disturbed individuals. Urinate on, they urinate on cafe seats. They get high on the second floor seating. They assault customers. Stop doing it. Again, the cops are called 80 times in just 2017 alone. Uh, Midtown South officers, including this particular Timothy Wall, Sergeant Timothy Wall, met with local and regional Starbucks managers no fewer than five times in 2015, 2016, 2017, told them, yeah, there's other ways to help. You can donate the food to food banks, set up a distribution center off-site. He said, I want us to help people as much as anyone else. But I explained to Starbucks that there was a time and place to do it. They call us for help, and when we give them advice, they brush it aside. It went in one ear and out the other, like our opening song. So he and his partner responded to Starbucks 3 p.m. September 24th last year. 24-year-old Montclair Mobley was throwing a temper tantrum over his croissant that they gave him for free. He was so put off, this homeless guy, by the free croissant that he whined about wanting, quote, a time machine so he could go back earlier in the day when he said Starbucks was giving away better food. That's right, crazy guy. I want a time machine. Go back and get the better food. This is on the lawsuit. Starbucks hired security, cowered at the far end of the store. Would only point cops in Moby's direction, according to the lawsuit. So when Sergeant Wall and his partner tried to get the man to leave, he threatened to kill everyone in the restaurant, according to court papers. So Sergeant Wall tried to detain Mobley, but the nut shoved him into a wall, dislocating his right shoulder. The attack re-inflamed a 2014 line of duty shoulder injury that required surgery, according to a doctor's report. The injury sidelined him from work for months. He needed surgery in February to repair a torn torn shoulder cartilage, and seven months after the attack, still has to go to physical therapy. And he's been stuck behind a desk while he continues to heal. Workers at the store said they were unaware of any food giveaway, but said there had been a problem with loitering and fights six months ago. Love it, right? The food donation program described in the complaint does not exist, said company spokesman Reggie Borges. Starbucks. I'm sure the cop is just making everything up, right? Just making it up. I'm sure they have witnesses and everything. Funny how Starbucks... Is Starbucks racist? The cop's white. It's a white police officer. Right? White police officer. Starbucks says, your fault. Two black guys refuse to buy anything. Refuse to leave. You want to use the bathroom? You got to buy stuff. It's for customers. Nope, not buying anything. Okay, you need to leave. Not going to leave. Call the cops. You get fired as manager. And those two guys that didn't follow the rules get a free education to ASU online. Love it. Love it. So there you go. Starbucks, baby. Starbucks. I'll put that on my Facebook page eventually. Freaking ridiculous. I mean, it really is. 880-KNST, 880-5678. Ah, yes, here we go. The pictures of the Tucson... Oh, wait. It, yes, the Tucson teachers on strike. Day drinking. In downtown Tucson, they are up now at knst.com. I will put them on my Facebook page. Facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Also tweet it out. At Garrett Lewis, stop sending me friend requests to my old page that I don't use anymore. Facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Very original name. Uh, Like and follow it and you'll get access. It's as simple as that. Now let's go to uh, Chris. Chris, 
Been waiting. You're a school bus driver. What's happening, Chris? Hey, Garrett. i am uh, been fuming over this uh, school teacher strike for the last uh, week or so. Let me, I want to I explain to you this way. I am a former school bus driver, first of all. My last day was March 2nd in one local school district. Okay. I left because of the internal politics at the school. Um, directors were being changed. And, you know, if you don't like it, you leave. But my point is, we are under contracts also. We show up to work every day. And if we don't, the AEA, as we all heard and know, doesn't have the right to call a strike. So they call it a walkout. By law, you cannot negotiate for wages and benefits in the state of Arizona. But it's okay to do this and have a walkout with no consequences when you're under contract. What makes me angry is, even though I'm not there anymore, I'm still affected by it because my fiance is a school bus driver, and she has been out of work for a week. And just in my mind, there has to be some consequences for this. Why don't all the support staff file a class action lawsuit against the AEA or something. I mean, it's not just the students that are being affected. You mean the AEU? The the, workers, you, mean the, the, you mean the AEU, the Arizona Educators United? That yeah, group? Okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Arizona Education Association oh, or that. whoever authorized the walkout. Oh, okay. It's, it's just baloney that this can happen without the thought to anybody else and, and the economic damage it causes. If you're so ungrateful for the money you get and you're doing it for the kids, the only way you're going to do that is by going somewhere else because that's the only way to change things. It's a supply and demand thing. It's free market. It's insanity. That's right. It it, it is insane. It is insane. Listen, I'm with you. All these uh, these support teachers, listen, I don't know about you. I never heard about teachers complaining about wanting more money for support people like you and janitors and school staff and things like that until after Ducey said, fine, you'll get your 20%. Then all of a sudden they exactly. said, we want more. We want more for other people. Um, but no, no thought given to the money they're taking away from us in the moment that, that's hurting to those of us on the lower income scale who are willing to bust our butts for a job, but we've got to suffer the consequences of idiots who can't even honor their contract. You know, it's that's all about amazing. the money, man. You know, this, this uh, teachers union, think about this. If all of a sudden, I'm assuming if teachers unions, you know, they're, they're behind this and they say it's for the kids, they're, they're looking out for the jobs of the teachers and that, that's that's their job they just lie about it but that's their job because the more people that are working the more money they collect in dues the more money that those teachers make the more they collect in dues there as well so Absolutely. i mean you just got to follow the money in that aspect and then it's it's just it it it's very disingenuous this this whole thing you're right there's a lot of other people they think they're doing you a favor at least they're supposed to say that and again none of this is going to actually make education better we say that over and over and over again there's just no evidence it's going to happen if they're conning themselves into the belief that they're doing this for everybody to make things better for themselves and the support staff and better education for the students, they're full of baloney. They're so ignorant if that's what they believe. They don't even need to be teaching any children. They're just going to dumb down our society, which probably half the problem of America today. Yep, you're right. You're right. Well, they're day drinking out in uh, Borderlands. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. Heck, I'm going to go join them. There you go. Oh, don't drive that bus. I know you're done. Chris, man, thank you. <laughs> thank you for sharing. I appreciate it, brother. Thanks, guys. Be good, man. Take care. 880-KNST, 880-5678. Um, let's go to Aaron. Aaron, welcome to KNST. Hi. Hi. Thank you. Thank you, Garrett. You're welcome. Go ahead. Well, you know, I've, I've got um, I've got some kids that are in high school, and my concern with this teacher walkout is that these guys 
using our children as their negotiating pawns. These kids took the time, <clears throat> or picked the time, when they can be the most malicious, tor malicious towards our kids when they've got these AP exams coming up, their final exams coming up. Your previous caller was talking about the class action lawsuit for the administrators. What about the class action lawsuit for these kids for their AP exam fees and the thousands of dollars that these kids could be out because they've missed this review time right before they take these tests? Look, explain that. So how much is that? You have kids, I'm assuming, in AP classes? Yeah, the AP classes, those are the ones where they, they work extra hard all yeah, year long. Yep, yep taking college-level classes so they can take this exam at the end of the year. And when they pass that exam, then they don't need to take those classes in college. Well, how much does it cost to do all that? What do you think they're going to lose money? What does that mean? Well, the, the exams themselves are $91. Okay. And then the credit that they receive for those offsets thousands of dollars. In college. Ah, so you you're saying so you're saying you right now? Oh, 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 I'm still paying. I have one more year, year and uh, two months to pay it off. Um, <laughs> so, so your your kid is taking this, and right when the teachers went on strike is when they were supposed to go to into review mode to get ready for the tests. Exactly, the AP exams start on Monday. And this right, is the Ryan's son when these yeah. kids need their teachers the most. Yep. And so, so now, I mean, your kids are kind of behind unless they've been studying on their own or who knows. It's different when you have a teacher telling it to you and going over it with you. And they might not do as well on these exams. It could be all for nothing. That's right. I mean, my, my kids are still busting their butt at home, mm -hmm. you know. But, you know, it's, uh, but this is a lot. I mean, this is when these kids, they worked all year for this. Yeah. And my problem here is where the teachers know this. And they pick the time when they could cause the most damage, yep. in their words, put the most pressure, yep. but when they can cause the most damage to our children. You see, that's what I've said, because they, they did this, what, three weeks before school's out? Three weeks. Yep. If you're saying you're, they yep. broke their contract, if you're so upset, don't come back to school when it starts again in August. Give them a warning to get something done. I know the budget's done. The budget's supposed to be done June 30th. And they could have told the legislature, listen, I know you're doing a budget now, but if you guys don't give us more money what we think is fair, because we can't live, and I totally get that, then we're not going to show up in August. And they could have done that, but they didn't. Exactly. And, and let me say, Garrett, I totally agree that these teachers need to be compensated as, as, as some of the, the highest treasured, um, you know, positions that we have in our society. I mean, if it wasn't for teachers, we wouldn't have doctors and lawyers and surgeons no, and yeah. physicists. Mm -hmm. You know, these teachers are very valuable, and they should be compensated as much. You know, and and they no, should no be also they, yeah, no, they should also be able to get the power to get rid of the kids that cause disturbances and they can't teach because again a lot of teachers can't actually teach because they have troubled kids and and they have no way to get rid of them to do their job mm -hmm. and it hurts them and nobody wants to work who wants to work in a condition where you can't really work right mm -hmm. and, yeah. and, and and this and this yeah. this whole budget doesn't address any of that doesn't yeah. address any of that which well, is which and is it, terrible and it, it takes these teachers. Whom, whom we respect and who we think deserve anything that they can get with these with these pay increases, and and they went into this profession presumably because they want to they want to benefit kids they like kids they like education um, they want to work with the community that's that's what they signed up for and bless their hearts for doing it they're doing a job I certainly couldn't do mm -hmm. but with the timing of this they they have yep. turned their positive reason for going into this field 
and made it the most painful on these kids is what they could. They turned their positive and made it the most negative for these kids is what they could. And that's just not right. What do you think about the, uh, and I know it's not all teachers, but it was a good amount of teachers and it was just the, I'm sure it was every day, but the, the pictures that I came across of them day drinking on Tuesday while they're on strike at a brewery in downtown Tucson. How does that make you feel? I, I, I don't know about that. It, uh, it seems to me like these teachers could, uh, could be using this time off school, like how my kids are using this time off school, which is, you know, just to go ahead and work a little harder on the side, get caught up on some things, work ahead because everything is going to be accelerated whenever they go back to school. Mm-hmm. But, um, but, that, but that's work versus play. Not everybody has that same work ethic, Garrett. But they want more money. They want more money, especially the ones drinking out there. Incredible. Uh, listen, yeah, Aaron. Beer's expensive. It, and I don't know how they can afford it on their measly, you know, uh, you know thirty-two thousand dollars salary. So yeah, they should be drinking the uh, the, the good old uh, Schlitz Meister Rau. Well, they already drank the Kool Aid. I don't know about that. So, you know, <laughs> I, I did when I was in college. Teachers, you know, I, I support the teachers, but you know, don't use my kids. Uh, exactly. and don't maliciously harm them as much as you possibly can to make your point. Well, you brought up a great angle, and I really appreciate that. Thank you very much, Aaron. All right, thank you. Take okay. care. 926, we'll continue in three on KNST. Leading talk. 930, thank you for hanging out. Sunny and 79 today. I just put on my Facebook page the pictures, the link to the pictures of um, of the teacher's day drinking. Awesome. Digging it. Uh, you can check it out for yourself. Facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Like and follow. Do both. That way you are covered. All right, hang on. Let's go to Jack's been waiting. Jack, welcome to KNST. Hi. Hi. Good morning. Uh, whatever happened in this country that we do not negotiate with hostage takers or terrorists? Because that's exactly what they're doing. They're using our kids as human shields to get what they want. I know, but how about this? I mean, you you, know, you take it back just a second. Trump's negotiating with Kim Jong-un. Ah, but he's negotiating from his terms. Not, You know, that's just world politics, but we don't... He's not holding anybody hostage. Well, he released three hostages. Maybe that's how it worked. You know, if Trump didn't talk to him with those three, uh, three people he released. But anyway, no. I know what you're saying. I know that no, wouldn't happen, but I know what you're saying. Now... I know, because then what happens? The danger is if you if you talk to some if you talk to this group, then you know what they're going to say. Man, you know if you don't like something, you just go on strike or do something, and Ducey will talk to you. He's setting the precedent. I get it, but at the same time, I think Ducey lost control of this. He could have been in the power position because he could have said, "All right, what do you want? We'll get your raises. You're right. You deserve more money. What are we going to get for this? Can we get an improvement?" He could have owned the conversation and the narrative. He could have, and he didn't do that, uh, and he got owned. Yeah, he came out with his own. You know, the budget, what he wanted to do with the budget, auto- automatically you go, show us that it's going to be sustainable. If we go through another recession like we did in 2008, 2009, all bets are off because there won't be any money in the coffer to pay him anyhow. Well, that, and again, what about what about saying we need better educate, educated children? So what are we going to do? What are we? What are you going right. to do? If I pay you more, what are you going to do? Show me. What do you, What else do you need? Is it all about the money? What else can we do to make your job easier? He could have done it in such a much better way, and he just he just didn't. It's the old way of politics versus the way Trump does it. Yeah, I, I agree with that. You know, they're not going to ever get the education straightened out until they start doing something with the administrations, like TUSD. When mm-hmm. I graduated from high school, we had one 
superintendent, one assistant superintendent. Now how many assistant superintendents are there? An assistant assistant superintendent, an executive secretary. This I know. It's not a teacher problem. It's an administration problem. There are more people on top sucking out 60% of the, the school budgets that's not going down to the bottom where it needs to go. And no, I'm not a, I'm not a socialist. You know, they just don't need that many people on top to be government employees. You're right. You know? it's, it's bloated big government, man. You're, you're a thousand. Thank you for the phone call. You're right. And this is one thing, again, teachers, you know, the unions, all they want is more money in that. That's all they want is more money. I get it. Instead of saying, let's open the books. Let's make sure money is being spent wisely. We don't trust the administration. I wouldn't trust it. Who's getting paid what? Where's the money being spent? Why do we have two people at this position, three at this, when we could use that salary to buy new books, new equipment, new this, new that? Why not? Instead of the teachers having to pay for pencils, as they like to say. Why not? So, we'll get to that. Don't go anywhere. 934. Um, matter of fact, there's more on this, but I also want to get to uh, Hillary came out again. It's just funny. You got you to gotta just stick with me on this. If it was bad, I wouldn't play it for you. Hillary gave another reason as to why she lost. And this one is fantastic. It shows where the Democratic Party is. It's awesome. I'll get to that coming up in five. Here's Fox. 942, thanks for hanging out. Three things I think you need to know. Yes. Number, uh, every time this damn song. Every time. All right, come on. Yes. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, the strike continues. Maybe the teachers will go back to work tomorrow. Maybe they're too busy day drinking. Who knows? I'd rather day drink. Um, Doug Ducey signed the education part of the uh, the budget. So the teachers are going to get their money. Just so you know, not one Democrat in the House voted for it. And when they found that out, the Red for Red supporters up in the gallery cheered with jazz hands. Jazz hands. Because uh, I guess they were happy the Democrats didn't vote for them to get a raise. And the Republicans pointed that out. They got jeered by these same Red for Ed people. Uh, my page, KNST.com, the day drinking pictures of the teachers, they're up there. Teachers on street corners, Oracle and Wetmore, telling people how to vote. Even though it's not political, it's all up there too. Uh, by the way, the main budget passed by the Senate being debated by the House, it, it should probably go through, I guess, today, and who knows what. I'm upset with all sides. Second thing that I think you need to know um this this is another uh this is another big one right here julia rudy giuliani said uh michael cohen trump's old attorney paid uh, the stormy daniels uh 130 grand not with campaign finance but from the retainer trump paid him personally every single month he didn't tell trump trump didn't know about this till about 10 days ago according to rudy uh no campaign finance anything and he said and, and look she even admitted that there was she signed something there was no affair Women, there are some women, they do this racket, they shake down rich old guys, and that's what she was doing, according to Rudy. Third thing I think you need to know, uh, Trump holding, he actually popped up a point to 50% approval in the daily presidential tracking poll from Rasmussen Reports, up to 50%. In the black community, black men doubled their support of Trump from April 22nd to April uh, 29th. Reuters says it went from 11 to 22% after Kanye. Overall, black people jump. The, the approval for Trump spiked 8.9 to 16.5% in a week. Um, Kanye, will they, not, will they now believe the whole idea about black unemployment being record low? Three things I think you need to know. So again, the pictures on my page, knst.com, the day drinking. 
the voting. It's all there. People are mad. It's on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Gary Lewis Radio. Like and follow it, and you can see it for yourself. I was just thinking. Yep. Go back to work and possibly get stabbed in the butt or, or spit on or drink some beers. I think I'll drink some beers. Uh, wait, hang on. Hang on. I'm sorry. I got distracted. Oh this guy doesn't make sense. Tommy on my Facebook page. I'm not going to begrudge him for having beer on their own time. It's not their own time, Tommy. They chose to not work. He said, it's not like they're in school teaching. They chose to strike. And they weren't even striking at that point. They were drinking beer. Which, again, I'm nothing wrong with drinking beer. Just Yep. So there you go. All right, uh, there's more I need to talk about as well. Why are you looking at me that way? <laughs> we got to play the Hillary thing real quick. We got to play the Hillary thing. And then we got to get to, uh, to uh, Seattle. You think Tucson's anti-business. Holy crap, Seattle, man. Jeez. Anyway, Hillary's at some kind of a forum or whatever. Blah, 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 blah. Probably got paid to be there. Normally do it. Whatever. It's what happens. Uh, and she gave her latest reason as to why she lost the election. Listen to this. Here we go. You may be the only uh, presidential candidate since World War II that actually had to stand up and say, I am a capitalist. <laughs> uh, and you did. Uh, did it hurt you? Probably. I mean, you know, it's, it's, hard. <laughs> it's hard to know. But I mean, if you're in the Iowa caucuses and 41% of Democrats are uh, socialists or self-described <laughs> socialists, and I'm asked, are you a capitalist? And I say, yes, but with appropriate regulation and appropriate uh, did you hear that? Uh, accountability. Uh, you know, that that probably gets lost in the, oh, my gosh, she's a capitalist. I, I mean, so she's upset. She thinks she lost because she had to tell a bunch of socialists that are Democrats that she's a capitalist. You know, I had to admit I'm a capitalist. I had to admit that. And that's why I lost, because I'm a cap. She lost because she's a cap. In America, she's up. she lost because she's a capitalist. Wow. That's uh, it's pretty good, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I lost because I'm a capitalist. Freaking crazy, man. Crazy. You think she was going to say, I lost because I'm just bad? No, that'll never happen. Hillary, so uh, why do you think you lost this time? I'm a capitalist. <laughs> and I'm horrible. <laughs> so she had to tell, because the Democratic Party right now is all about socialism. All about socialism. Holy smokes. Uh, now, real quick, this is, this is crazy. Chasing out people left and right. See, I hear about what Seattle wants to do. They want to have an employee headcount tax. Yep, that's what it is, a head tax. Businesses, big businesses, by the way. Um, they're proposing an employee head tax. Any company with $20 million or more annually, that makes that, uh, in taxable gross receipts as measured under the city, city's business and occupation tax. Uh, they think it's about 500 businesses. So... It says here in this story from, the, uh, from Como News, one of them is Merlino Foods. They've been there for 118 years. They employ about 100 people. The first two years of the tax would cost this business, and they pay 26 cents per hour per employee with a $500, mil, uh, $500 maximum. So to pay, they're creating jobs. They're being taxed for creating jobs, for God's sakes. Um, the owner of uh, Merlino's said it would cost us $50,000. I'm not sure where we're going to get that money to pay for that. 50 grand just to stay in business. Now, it's not 100% yet. This, this stupid city is thinking about this. 
what makes them uh, really upset at this company is that it's based on uh, is the tax is based on total revenues, not net income. He said we don't make twenty million a year; those are gross sales. They have no idea what my margins are compared to someone else. This is the grocery business. Margins are low. It's just not fair. Yet a Seattle City Council member, Lisa Herbold, said, I believe it's fair. There's a strong nexus between the increase in growth between these top businesses and the increase in homelessness. And this is a tool we're proposing to address that. They want to take this extra money. They think it'll be $75 million a year to build affordable housing. They want to give free homes or affordable homes to homeless people. They want 1,334 affordable homes over five years, 435 permanent supportive housing units for homeless who can't fend for themselves. The affordable homes will go to workers making between 20 and 46 grand a year, single or a couple, didn't matter, all this other stuff, blah, blah, blah. 15 million will go to homeless assistance, pay for trash pickup, hygiene services, and tiny homes for sanctioned homeless camps. Crazy Seattle. Crazy Seattle. They're thinking about voting for this. 26 cents an hour per employee, up to 500 bucks per employee. Amazon's pissed. Amazon went back at this and they said, you know what? Now we're not going to uh, continue with our construction project. They brought it to a halt. They were planning a massive project for downtown Seattle. Massive construction project. Skyscraper. Now it's on hold. Now it's, they want to send a message. Oh, yeah. Good for Amazon for that. Uh, Amazon's VP said, I can confirm that pending the outcome of the head tax vote by the city council, Amazon has paused all construction planning on our Block 18 project in downtown Seattle. We're evaluating options to sublease all space in our recently leased Rainier Square building. This is crazy, isn't it? Two supporters of the tax council members, city council members, Kashama Sawant, who's a socialist, she ran as a socialist, she admits she's a socialist. And Mike O'Brien, they don't care what Amazon did. Quote, I understand Amazon doesn't like it. I'm sure they would love to go to a city that has no taxes, and maybe they'll find that place, said Mike O'Brien. Mike O'Brien met with Amazon officials, said, I want to work with you. I'd love for you to continue to grow in Seattle, but I need your help solving this crisis. Uh, And the socialist city council person, Kashama Suwant, said, Amazon is perfectly capable of paying that double, even four times that. She said, Amazon right now is extorting us. Wow. You want to hear something interesting? Throw me up over there if you don't mind. This is the uh, Kashama Suwant. This is uh, March 28th this year on Amazon getting taxed to pay for affordable housing and other businesses. Listen to this. She admits she's a socialist. Listen, here we go. That's the money that they don't, don't have to pay the IRS anymore. Sisters and brothers, this is nothing less than highway robbery. So what we are demanding, what our movement is demanding, is that enough is enough. Seattle has become a deeply unequal city. It is not Mm. enough for the politicians of this city to say that we stand against Donald Trump. We want this city to be a sanctuary city. When this city is fast becoming unaffordable to most of our working families, not to mention the impact on black families, on brown families, on immigrant people, on women. Uh, black unemployment, Hispanic unemployment, record lows, but whatever. And on the LGBTQ community. Oh, yes. That is- so it's all, all those people are suffering because of Trump and companies that create jobs. That is why 
We stand united as a movement that is made up of renters, homeowners, many activists. In addition to the organizations I mentioned, we also have people from the labor movement. We have Peter Hasegawa from the uh, King County Labor Council. Thank you for being here. Hang on. They have signs up that say at this thing, tax Amazon, fund housing and services. Government picking winners and losers. We have many unions who are supporting our demand. And what is our demand right now? Obviously, on a, you know, on a, on a broad scale, we want to make this city affordable. But right now, wow. what is the issue we are talking about? We're talking about the city, the city council, passing a tax on the biggest businesses of this city. In other words, the top five to 10% of businesses in this city. That means not small businesses, but the Amazons, the Facebooks, the Macy's, the Macy's, Nordstrom, Nordstrom, all the companies that are not suffering in any way and can easily, easily afford to pay a small wow. Starbucks. Yes. And, and your Starbucks too good. Macy's is suffering, but whatever. But, but I forget Starbucks. <laughs> that could easily afford to pay a small portion of their profits so that we could build Affordable homes for everyone. That's America in Seattle. She said when Boeing left, Boeing was leaving to go to a different state because they got a better tax break. She said, you know what? Leave all the equipment. I think the government, the city government should take over that business. Huh, doing what? Wait, uh, taking <laughs> it, just, it worked out well for the Soviet Union, didn't it? 954, it's KNS. Radio station. Did it help? Or hurt? I'm Lisa Brady. Fox News. Opponents of President Trump think comments by his lawyer, Rudy Giuliani, are damaging. After Giuliani said the president repaid attorney Michael Cohen, who had given money to porn star Stormy Daniels. But Giuliani says the president didn't know about the payment to Daniels at the time and that no campaign funds were used in his payment to Cohen. Giuliani is saying that the president did not know what the money was going to be used for. He basically just created a a retainer fund that Michael Cohen could draw off of for expenses that never were reported back to the president, which a lot of people are finding curious. But the reason that they have done this now is they believe that the heart of the case that the U.S. Attorney's Office for the Southern District of New York has against Michael Cohen relates to a potential FEC, Federal Election Commission, violation of an illegal campaign fund. I had a midnight conversation with Rudy Giuliani last night, and he said to me, this takes that off the table. Fox's John Roberts at the White House. The president again denying any wrongdoing in a series of tweets. And the president marking the National Day of Prayer. We are proud of our religious heritage. And as president, I will always protect religious liberty. We've been doing it. As part of the event, signing an executive order that calls in part for making sure faith groups have equal access to government funding. At the end of the event, one reporter shouting a question about the Stormy Daniels case, the president firing back, shame on you. The U.S. issues a formal complaint to China over the use of lasers near a military base in Djibouti, lasers directed at aircraft. They are very serious incidents. There have been two minor, um, there have been two minor injuries. Um, this activity poses a, a true threat to our airmen. Pentagon spokesman Dana White moments ago. Fox News, fair and balanced.